Girls. Welcome to the Homegirls Podcast. Okay, so I had a whole, I had a whole spiel written for this, but <clears throat> I feel a song. I feel a song coming through. Y'all ready? We're on that for I know. I didn't drink my little water, but today's topic is entitled "Pretty Hurts." Um, and today we'll be discussing the pros and cons of beauty um, in the professional world and just in the world in general. I know y'all liked that little ditty. That was a little lanyard for y'all. I know y'all wasn't expecting that for a performance. B was busy today, so I'm glad I could step in. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what we're hitting on today. You know, I mean, this is not meant to be a cocky conversation by any means. I know we've been seen as some mean girls at some point in our lives, but today, this is not the space for that. Today, we are just talking about society's norms um, of quote unquote pretty um, and how that can affect our lives in general. So, I guess um, before we get into the meat of the conversation, Society, social media. Right now, society is social media. That's what it is. Society is social media. Like right. it's twenty twenty. Nobody doesn't. You know, somebody has an Instagram, a Twitter, or something. What are some images of quote unquote pretty um, that y'all are seeing? I think uh, when you see somebody who has like a fit physique, flawless skin, beautiful smile, uh, long hair. Sometimes lighter skin, it depends, but those are some of the things I think that society views as, oh my gosh, she's beautiful or she's stunning. And that's just only scraping the surface. Right. I definitely think um, uh, everything Chrissy said, but then just like the bodies, whether it's tall and slim and that just, that just speaks to whatever demographic we're talking about. But, you know, it could be that or it could be a whole bunch of plastic surgery, full lips, you know, lip injections, cheek injections, butt injections, fake boobs, whatever it is. You know, all of that, it, the long hair, uh, heavily made up faces, things like that um, are what I think society deems is pretty. Yeah, I agree. Um, the, the, the fake butt, fake breasts, um, lip job. Plastic surgery, because where I live at, it's the Hollywood of the South, and everybody's just fake. And so I just miss the natural, the natural look. You don't find too much natural, because now they don't think that's pretty. Mm-hmm. Like the Aaliyahs, the Nia Longs. Like, y'all remember, yes. I mean, just even looking Ooh. at, like, you know, like, Back in the Gap. The pretty woman Back in the Gap was Nia Long. It was Aaliyah. It was, you know, Gabrielle Union. You know, people that are somewhat naturally pretty. Natural. And now it's Get the Nicki Minaj. Yes. yes. She even got it. surgery. She done got surgery. Right, right, right. Which is cute. cute. Who cute? Jada Pinkett. You yeah, know? Her jaws is a mess. Oh, okay, oh wait, God. no, not today. Like, Jada, if you're like, yeah. I love Jada. She was so beautiful. Jada, I love you if you listen. I didn't say anything. I love you too, but you were beautiful. That was Erica. That was God Erica made, Jada. God made Jada. you beautiful. God made you beautiful. My, my daughter name is Jada. That's how much I love you. I still love you, but my daughter name is Jada, and you was beautiful. You still beautiful, but I just don't like cheap. Uh-uh, child. <laughs> <laughs> but that's real. But, I mean, y'all kind of hit on a big thing, like, you know, the full list, stuff like that. 
when I was a kid, and even I'm 34 years old, I just got comfortable with my lips. Like, just like got comfortable with my lips. Like, I remember when I was a kid, like, people would clown me, like, call me all kind of, you know, look a moose mouth, look at da 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 Like, and to this day, I think I still kind of fight with that insecurity because I won't wear anything other than a nude lip. If it ain't new, girl... They people pay to have lips like yours, Alex, yours and mine, because I got big, luscious, beautiful lips. So I feel to you. OK, right. you, better, you better get that. Um, What's my favorite? Red. You better get that red uh, Stunner Pain by Riri from Fenty. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Come on now. You better support the black business and get your uh, uh, Stunner Limp Pain. <laughs> oh, no. Shout out to Matt, because that's my go-to. But I'm, I need to go ahead and, and, and switch over. I do love Riri's lip. It's pretty much the same. Yeah. 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 Um, for me, society, they put, like y'all say, y'all put everything out there that, you know, they think is beautiful. Me, personally, I think beauty is whatever you want it to be. Sis, if you want to wear your bundles and your units and you feel beautiful that way, go ahead. If you want to wear your natural face and your natural hair with your kinky twist out, girl, go ahead. Um, I think that, you know, society their um, versions of beauty have so much, you know, impact on, you know, women. So what people, you know, women are struggling with like low self-esteem and comparing themselves to the Instagram girls and, you know, all of that, which is so unfortunate. But girl, whoever you are, wherever you are, you are beautiful the way you are. And it is what it is, you know, if you got some, you know, some things that you want to work on for your personal benefit because they bothers you, then go ahead and work it out. But don't compare yourself to society because, girl, they will have you underneath a knife, okay, for no reason because that's that's what they project. But, I mean, but if you want to, you know, go underneath the knife, you know, by all means, just be healthy and safe. Make sure your uh your doctor is, like, board certified and stuff, you know. Don't be going, you know, to the DR. To Mexico. Right, and, and, you know, and let a dentist give you some some breast implants. Just you know, do your uh, do your research, shit. But whatever y'all want to right. do, and that touches on basically like the difference from the, the why. Why are you getting certain things? If it's because you want to fit in, that's problematic. But it's another thing if you just say, "Hey, I my boobs aren't where I want them to be, or they don't, they're not as big." Then that's a personal thing. If you want them to do it, and it's going to increase your like your your happiness, or you know, make you feel your like heighten your self esteem. By all means, do that. But it should never be because you're comparing yourself to the next person. Right. Definitely. That's not the, the way to go is mm-hmm. in comparison. Because, I mean, how long are you going to compare yourself? So right now, you know, the BBLs and all that stuff is in. So you go and get that. But within like five years, that's not the move no more. Like now, girl, wait, the what? What's the, the BBLs, move? girl? The BBLs, girl, when they get the fat sucked from their stomach and get it put in their butt. Girl, what you talking about? I, I, it's like, it's basically like a fat transfer. The fat transfer. So they take the fat from their stomach and get it put in their butt, girl. Yeah, that's the BBL. So I'm saying like, you know, that's real popular right now, you know, but when, when that trend fades or that's not what society deems beautiful anymore, then, then what you going to do? You're going to go back underneath the knife and, you know, try to do what society say is okay now. Like that's too much. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because it's cultural too. Like I know in black America, you know, thick, curvy, you know, maybe light skin, you know, that's the ideal pretty woman. But I like, I went to Jamaica um, a couple years back and like one of the more heavier set girls mm-hmm. that was in our group, that was the one all the Jamaican men wanted, like the heaviest, and she's gorgeous, like no, but she, they, they weren't even looking like at us at all. Like the heavier right. set you are like in Jamaica, 
that's what's beautiful to them. You know, so it's it's all cultural too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but the crazy part is, even though the definition of pretty is different from culture to culture, ironically, it does come with some advantages, which is sad. Like, but it does come right. with some with certain advantages. <laughs> I know, like I've heard of something called pretty curl privilege. I think my friend Shade has said something about that. I don't know. It's a thing. We all know it. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, people people love, you know, uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. Uh, y'all not about to drag me. During this <laughs> <laughs> but there is such a thing. And I'm just going to say, for instance, when I go and I apply to jobs or, you know, I know that w- that's something that people look at me as an attractive woman. So I know just off the strength of that, that's, that's that's something that has my foot in the door, you know, for myself. I can't, I'm not comparing it to the next person, but I know that I've been able to use uh, the pretty privilege to my advantage. And I will continue to, because I'm going to use what God gave me. Thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out yes. to Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Oh, All you. about the Lord and Savior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, you, you're right about the, you know, the pretty girl privilege when it comes to jobs. I remember I used to work at um, a front desk at a hotel and Chris and Erica did too. But um, I remember I was sitting there on, in an interview and my boss, there was, a, you know, a, a black girl. She came up that she was well-spoken, had, you know, work history and had been in the, ho- the hotel industry for a while. But he wouldn't hire her. And so when the interview was over, I was like, well, she's good. She's like a good candidate. You know, we could get her on. He was like, no. I'm like, why? He was like, she's not pretty enough. So I, you know, I looked them dead in the face and I'm like, well, when I got hired, I had never worked a hotel, you know, a day in my life. Didn't know nothing about, you know, the hotel industry, things like that. I was like, why did you hire me? He said, because you're pretty. Like I can teach you how to do the job. So, but you're pretty. And you know, the, they like, I have to have a pretty face at the front desk. And I mean, y'all, that's the first time I ever heard that. That had blew me away. But to know that I got a job, not because of what I said on the interview. He said, I can't, he told me he couldn't even remember what I said on the interview, but I told him he was just like captivated about what I look. And he was like, when, as soon as I walked through the door, he was like, you're hired. Like he, in his mind, he was just like, you're hired. And I mean, I worked there for a couple of years and got my hotel discounts all over the world when I flew, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. but in hotels, <laughs> appearance is everything though. In yeah. hotels, appearance is everything. And it's sad because I got, you know, they always see me in the front desk because I'm pretty and I have a nice smile. So right. people tell me I got a million dollar smile. So you see a lot of flight attendants and, and um, pilots that you that come to your front desk. And I worked on NBA All-Star Weekend. I worked at some of the, the top hotels. So you come into a lot of famous people, celebrities. So they want to see someone pretty at the front desk. And it's so sad that you went front desk versus housekeeping. It's depending on your looks and it's crazy. Yeah. And that's funny because you said that, Erica, because he said, oh, I'll, I'll make sure she get a job because she is, like, well-spoken and articulate. I'm going to refer her to a room service because she'll be able to, she'll sound good over the phone. And the girl got a job, but she got a job in room service. I remember seeing her, I was like, hey, girl, and I felt bad because... I was sitting in the interview and I didn't want to face the girl and I didn't want her to ask me why she didn't get the job because clearly I was there and I knew. But I mean, that's it's that pretty girl privilege is a thing that you know sure they be talking about. And y'all know y'all ain't thing. y'all done got y'all some free lunches, y'all done went on some dates and all kind of stuff to to use that to your advantage. So don't be trying to drag us because we know y'all use y'all pretty privilege too. 
<laughs> I worked at Harris. Uh, Alex is trying to throw me and feed me to the wolves. Just no, 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 but, but that's a real thing, though. You taught it to me, sis. I, I just was letting the uh, teacher teach. Oh, go ahead, Chrissy, go ahead. <laughs> no, pretty, but, but back to like what Courtney said, like in Erica, like, oh, having a pretty girl at the front desk. When you walked into Harris Hotel and you saw the whole entire front desk, you were like, damn, like, which flavor of the week did you want? And we had, our manager was like, he did that on purpose. He was like, because he was like, y'all are the face of the hotel and we need to sell them on it. And I was like, well, that's a little biased. And he was like, okay but are you mad or no? And I was like, well, I'm grateful for my job. And I'm gonna be honest, that was like the best job, hands down. Uh, cash in my pocket, okay? Every day. Every day, perks. I mean, the people who came through there and just like Erica said, just based on the way that you looked and Courtney as well, like, oh, she's beautiful. Who cares what you said in the interview, you know? But it's just one of those things. And you're like, wow, what about the girl who's way more qualified than I am, you know? But you may not feel like, oh, she's the right fit for that, you know? Right. Yeah. Did y'all hear did y'all hear Erica's baby Jada agree with her pretty privilege? She agreed as well. Y'all heard about it. Yes, because Jada is beautiful. I'm so sorry. Jada Pinkett is beautiful. We talked about back then. Back then she was beautiful. I cannot take that from her. Jada, you are gorgeous. Then and now my daughter's name is Jada. She just made me say, Mama, stop tripping. Okay. So sorry, Jada. <laughs> but no, I mean, the pretty privilege is a thing. And it's really sad because I remember like in management, like my boss, like I was looking for a replacement for a specific position in the pharmacy. Um, and that person had to be the face of the pharmacy. And I remember my boss being like, okay, you know, not saying, you know, not he never said it out loud, but he would, I mean, he kind of just inferred like, make sure you get somebody that looks pretty nice because they're going to be the face of the pharmacy, you know? And I'm like, dang, that's tore up, but... Right. All right. You know, <laughs> I mean, not all right, but, you know, it just messed up that it was even mentioned, like, not even about, you know, what the person, you know, their experience, whatever. Of course, you wanted somebody with experience and whatever, but, you know, making sure that person, quote, unquote, looked the part was right. a thing. You know, mm-hmm. it was a thing. Um, but sadly, yeah. I mean, people will get professional. I know there are certain things that I got only because I was in track an attractive person. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's no, like, like I said in the beginning, this is not to be cocky or, you know, whatever, but certain perks you get out of being an attractive person. And I can kind of even bring this back to like relationships. We've all been in relationships with people who have been like attractive. And I feel like Attractive people in relationships probably can get away with more than a non-attractive person. I'm just saying, if little right. Rufus with the with the gap in the, you know what I'm saying, and the hot and the bad skin, <laughs> if you was in a relationship with little Lufus and little Lufus cursed you out or the Lufus, hey, hey, Lufus, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to just come up with, you know what I'm saying. If Lufus is like your average unattractive person, but Lufus has a good heart, you dated him because Lufus has a good heart. But Lufus, you know, he smacks. Or Lufus, you know, he don't put the toilet seat down. You probably would leave Lufus. But yeah. if, you know, but if Adonis comes with his muscles and his clisten and his pretty smiling, he smacks. Oh, babe, I'm a teacher. I'm, right. Tell me I'm lying. Well, tell me I'm lying. Not a dinosaur. That's though. true though. I like Lufus and then Adonis. I like that. Right. I love it. <laughs> Look, I was trying to make clear comparisons here. Clear, clear comparisons. Gotcha. But tell me I'm lying. I mean No, you're I not lying. But I think uh, Shade, no, I was gonna say Shade Shade in her twenties. Now I'm gonna be real. Yeah, you're right. 
I got to correct it. I was, gonna, I was gonna try to, you know, I was gonna try to play it off, but I'm gonna be, you can. be real. So real conversations, right? Yeah, I if I am planning on date, we're dating with a purpose, and my purpose to be married is to be married one day. If I got to look at Lufus, I need to be attracted to him. And at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. Like everybody's definition of attractive, uh, uh, you know, attractiveness is different or pretty or handsome. But yeah, I'm going to have to be able to look at you and imagine looking at you for the next however long I plan to be. And also like procreating with you as well. That part. Thank you. Thank you. For real. Seriously. That was pretty girl Courtney who said that, by the way. (laughs) By the way. (laughs) If you notice, I know know a lot of you, we said this in the beginning of the podcast, I know a lot of you thought that Alex was a shallow one, but y'all just tune into Pretty Hurts, okay? You'll see the real... uh, (laughs) <laughs> You'll see the real shallow girls of the podcast I'm now. I'm gonna log off. <laughs> right. But clearly, I'm sorry, I have to go. I have to go now. Yeah. I mean, this is us like in our 30s. So clearly, I mean, we know that internal beauty is way more, you know, of an important thing than external beauty. But, you know, Alice Shade, Chrissy, Co, and E back in 2008, probably, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this would have been a thing. I mean, it just is. And it sucks that it's like that, but it, I mean, it would have been things. But I mean, I guess the real part about this is people I just wish would try to make sure that their internal beauty, you know, is matching that external. Because I know some real pretty people that are some real ugly people. Right. You know, based on them attitudes, child. Right. Because attitude is everything. You can be pretty on the outside and ugly on the inside. Yeah. And it's like when you talk about social media and that's what is defining pretty these days, right? I see so many beautiful women, but all they have are selfies of themselves or, you know, you can't even hear their voices because they're too busy showing booty shots or, you know, their captions are something that's super like, just like, like humble yourself because you have no personality and what do you do for a living? Cause if all you do is take selfies, where's that going to lead you in about 20, 30 years when the wrinkles come in, you know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. all that you have, you really need to step your game up and get you some hobbies because that the pretty only lasts. And there's some beautiful older people, obviously, but I'm just saying that can't be all that you have to offer. What are you teaching your children? And it's just like certain things. There should be other characteristics that people should be able to say when you leave this earth other than she was beautiful. And that's, that's just that. Yeah. That's real. Extra real. Like, I know there's a girl, I remember she was actually with Xavier or whatever, like gorgeous. And of course, I'm not going to say any names, whatever. Um, but she was gorgeous. Tell us after. Tell us after. Yeah, I'll tell y'all in the in the in the real group chat, not the uh, not the nationwide group chat. I'll text that to you guys. Um, but <laughs> but she was gorgeous. I mean, like a gorgeous person. You know, long hair. You know, the body. The you know all that. Like gorgeous, and was just so stank. I'm like, oh my, you are so stank. like just so ugly. And really, like, seeing that person, along with just introspection and stuff like that, too, really made me be like, okay, you need to get yourself together. I mean, we've all established that Alex is a mean weirdo on campus, like, for a little minute. Like, I was mean and I was weird, okay? I didn't want to talk to a lot of people that didn't okay? Yes, she was mean. Oh, hey, mean. hey, hey. Okay? Just mean. I, I fixed it. I you have some it. stories you want to tell, Erica? I'm just playing. Ooh, <laughs> Erica, I didn't think you agreed for real. I mean, other Girl. people, I don't think you agree. Alex, you, do you remember Facebook? That's all I'm going to say. Facebook? <laughs> okay. Time out. Sorry to segue, y'all. You have Chloe 
Angela saying, look, can I have my face back? Thanks. Like, <laughs> with that stink on it. Jayla, y'all know Jayla is not confrontational, but somebody, we were in the store, somebody staring at Jayla. She's like, ugh, can I have my face back? <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Alex. I didn't know where, who. I thought it was Sade because that just seems very you, Sade. I love you. But it was you, Alex. I'm so happy we know. No, you know Alex. what? I'm going to stop. I'm a, Alex, I'm not going to let you take the charge. I have thank I did you. Oh, okay. oh no, it was Alex. It was Alex. No, ma'am. Oh, don't get me started. Please don't get me started. Oh no, it was Alex. I think I just. I think Alex we'll talk about this after. We'll talk about this after, after, after. I think Alex took it to the max because I've been saying face back for uh, yeah, I really think I got it. I got face back since tilapia and broccoli was a dish. Okay, yes. <laughs> come Alex, on, tilapia. Alex took it to the Alex took it to the thousand. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe I adopted it and made it my own, but I think Shade was the originator <laughs> of Faceback. And okay, I can see so her doing Faceback. Let me tell y'all about that. Okay, and this is just and, and this is kind of going to touch on what I want to the next topic that I want to hit on about pretty people being just as, about as insecure as they come. Okay, so <laughs> a lot of people thought that I was you know attracted to Canvas for whatever reason because I looked at them pictures and I was a hot ass mess, but. While I would be walking on campus, as insecure as I could be, like, if somebody was looking at me, oh, my God, uh, can I have my face back, please? Okay, wait, girl. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? So that, I'm happy that you guys uh, tried to expose me, but it actually led me to my next point of, <laughs> of sometimes, you know, being attractive, you know, can lead to some really, really deep-rooted feelings of insecurity. I mean, because some people, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people that we may think are attractive really go home and think they are some of the ugliest people in the world. Like, you know, and I know myself and Cuda, I I never thought I was an attractive person like that until I was like in my 30s. That's when I got comfortable with myself. You know, like people would tell me I was attractive, but I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm just cool and funny. Like, I mean, I'm not ugly, you know, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just cool and I'm just funny. So, I mean, you know, I guess I kind of fit in there. Um, But yeah, I can vouch, I guess, as a quote-unquote attractive person. I never was one to walk around being like, oh, yeah, I'm shit. No. 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 That's just too cocky, bro. That's just too cocky. Yeah, me neither. I ain't never been the one to be like, oh, my God, I'm driving day gorgeous. I'm stunning or nothing like that. Because guess what? Sis had some growing pains that she had to go through, okay? (laughs) Teat was jacked up. I was tall and skinny as all outdoors, you know what I'm saying? So I had some things I had to, you know, grow into, you know, my height. You know, my, my lips was always super big. Um, And my mom used to try to, like, make that, like, an insecurity of mine. But, mom, they're paying for these now. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, Yeah, so it's just like you – we had to – I had I never been that comfortable to just be like, oh, but they got people that's really, you know, like that. I I, I, I can't do it. That's that's not my personality. You know, a lot of people would be like – they'll see Cole and, like, if you – they'll be like, oh, Cole, she cool, she pretty, whatever. But most of them, they be like, you know, she funny. Like, she pretty, but she ain't that girl that's like, oh, I'm just gorgeous. I'm – nah, I ain't doing all that. You know, much. And the crazy thing about Cole is she can do that. She can do all that, but she's down to earth. She's always been. She always been. She always been down to earth. That's what I love about Cole. She's down to earth. She's like she's real. That's not my personality, y'all. 
And then the thing about it is I didn't even come into like my feminine ways until later because I was such a tomboy. So people used to be like, oh my God, you're so cute. You're so gorgeous. I'm like, girl, what? I'm literally the tomboy of the crew. I'm like, yeah. what? I didn't even start wearing like heels and stuff. I was like 25. Like, it's crazy. So <laughs> Me too. when people say now, nah, you know, I'm, I'm more receptive to it now. But back then I was like, girl, I am in here with like a white bead, a baseball cap, a hoodie and some sweatpants and some shorts. Like, kill, kill it. I ain't that cute. But Alicia was cute, sis. See, I was out here being a tomboy with no edges. I had teeth all over the place. Girl, no shape. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I just, same like you. Like, I was in college when I, like, got a purse, I think. Yeah, like, right. same My first me in college. Yeah. yeah. You same know what? The opposite. I've always, I was always super feminine, super girly, um, and all of that. I don't want to cut you off, Shade, but yeah, Shade was wearing heels in the sixth grade to school. I'm telling y'all that now. <laughs> Just extra. Just extra, child. Yeah, I, was, but I didn't walk around acting <laughs> like I was like this pretty this and, you know, whatever. But I definitely think it took some years and growing into myself to feel comfortable and even just say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think. I can call myself that, and I'm proud to. You know, if somebody's like, oh, she's arrogant. No, I know that I have, I'm pretty on the inside as well. I make people feel good around me. I uplift others, and I feel like those type of things are what makes me pretty, not what's just on the outside. Because, honey, what y'all see right now, y'all can't see me right now, but they can. And uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, because she chapped. Right now, I'm just right now. My Instagram right now, okay? <laughs> oh hell, my <laughs> right. No, but that is, I mean, j- just like you said, Shadi, and you kind of hit on that earlier too. Like at this point, it's about wanting your legacy to be how you made people feel. You know, like confidence at the end of the day is pretty. You can be a hot mess. You know. Well, okay, I'm saying a hot mess. This is so subjective, but you know what I mean. Like, you can really, like, not be society's definition of pretty, but because you are confident in yourself, you are beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're beautiful, and that's what it's about. It's about just embracing yourself, embracing, you know, what you bring to the table, embracing good energy, and putting that good energy back out. That's what makes you pretty. Right. Like, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know, have y'all seen, I know most of y'all, watch Insecure and have seen Insecure, right? And so, um, you know, uh, what? I forgot Molly's real name, her her, um, her real name. Anyway, she's a comedian. She just came out with this uh, comedy show. I think it's on HBO and I watched it. And Molly, she's bad on the show, but she's like that black woman who dresses nice, keeps everything, her hair and all this stuff up. But I don't think she is, I've seen people talk and say things on social media. She's not society's standard of pretty, right? When she had that show on HBO, I was like overjoyed and just seeing how like I'm like I don't know what other people see, but she is beautiful. I love. I hate when people do the whole colorism thing, or you know somebody isn't shaped a certain way or whatever. But like I love when I see me a pretty beautiful black woman. It doesn't matter your skin color, the length of your hair, the grade of your hair, all of that. When I saw her and being herself in her own mode, I was like, damn, she's fine. Like. Right. I would like that. She made me one. I'm like, damn, I need to go outside and tan. When that's not society's, you know, perception of queer. But, yeah. but, but it, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of moving towards that now, but that's just kind of, you know, goes against what what we all, what we, all the things we said earlier were society's viewpoints on that. And I just used her as an example just because 
ideally, that's just kind of the things that people say. But when I see that, when I saw her, I was like, she's beautiful, you know? Just yeah. Just kind of and all of that. Yeah. No, for real. And Erica, you had kind of touched on that. I think we were just talking about that in our regular group chat. But I mean, Erica is like a beautiful black person, like, you know, like dark, I'm saying beautiful black person, a beautiful darker skinned person. And she's had like people come at her like, oh, you know, she's a black girl. Yeah. Like, like, that's how, that's how I grew up. I grew up, um, insecure and because like everybody always said oh you're such a pretty chocolate girl you're such a pretty you pretty for a dark-skinned girl and like I'm 35 and it didn't take until I was like probably 24 in college that I realized that I'm beautiful like right now you can't tell me anything but growing up I was always slim I wore zeros and ones I was tall so I was like you know like I was like I was old because I had long hair I was wearing a ponytail and I had long legs but like right now you can't tell me anything like but it took for it took 24 years for me to get that confidence up because all my friends were always light skinned, you know. And I'm always, oh, you're pretty for a chocolate girl. You're pretty for a dark skin girl. Why can't you just be pretty? Right. Like, why can't you just be pretty? But now, like, you can't tell me anything. But it took a while, and it's it's just sad. It's like that. But hopefully, one day it'll get better. And my girl is beautiful. Period. Gorgeous. Flawless, okay? Not a pimple. I don't know what she's doing over there with them twins and, um, you know, with the skincare routine. I don't know what she's doing. Well, you know what she's doing because you're doing the same thing. Save it, okay? Because your skin is glowing too. Flawless. Her teeth are perfect. Like, child, girl. I don't know, Erica, but you're beautiful. Don't let anybody tell you nothing different, friend. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) When it comes to things like that, and it's not to get off topic, but do you think it's something like when it comes to that whole, you know, Courtney, you said your mom said stuff about your lips and Erica, you said Mm -hmm. certain things about your skin color. Do you think that comes and it starts in the household or the black family? No, because my mom, my mom always told me how beautiful I was. My mom always said, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. It was society. Like, you know, children are cool. Yeah. So, like, I, like my best friend was always light skinned and like the p- people, the attention always went to her, but the guys that liked me, they didn't know how to approach me. They were intimidated by me and I didn't know that until I got older. So they would annoy me. It would annoy the shit out of me. But mm-hmm. that's how, that's what boys do to get your attention. But you know, as a, you're in middle school, elementary, you don't understand that. It's like, why are you annoying me? Because when you go to the prom and when you go places, they want to be with light skinned girl. They want yeah. to be seen with the light-skinned girl, but they have a crush on the dark-skinned girls. You know, it's like, it was crazy. Yeah. Was- My mama, she wasn't, like, picking on me about it. It would be more of, like, a threat type thing. Like, you better clean that, you better clean that kitchen. Or oh, if I was getting small by the mouth, because, you know, I, I had it, like, a little flip mouth back in the day. She'll be like, you better stop being flip. I bet you in them big lips. Something like that. But it wasn't, like, every day she was, like, that's why your lips big. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing like that, you know? So let me not, you know, put that out there. But it wasn't like that. It was just, like... That was the that was like a threat that she used to make when I didn't do what I need to do. But she wasn't like every day like coming down on what I look like because to be honest, my mom was she got two beautiful daughters. Like I ain't like no no cockiness and nothing like that. Look, she got a, a light skinned daughter and she got a brown skinned daughter and they both bad. Period. Now I don't care how y'all take it. <laughs> yes, because Brittany is gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's like a living baby doll. I call her my baby doll. She's a baby doll. Yes. Like, and I want to, but I mean, the reason why I asked, I'm sorry, Alex. The only reason I asked that was because I used to date this guy and his family. Like, he had a whole bunch of nieces and nephews, and his family members would be like talking to the kids and saying, Bring your little ugly self in here. Or, oh, bring your I, no. Yeah. 
Why? Oh my gosh, I could never have children with you because I'm gonna be fighting your people. Like I can't do it. Sorry. Nah, my mom ain't never did no I right. stuff like nah. She she wasn't coming like that. Mine, mine neither. Mine neither. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, mine never came. But look, childhood, childhood did play a role in that, and that's kind of hitting back on what he said. Like back in like elementary school, middle school, all my friends were light skinned with long, pretty hair, and I was brown skinned with buck teeth and nappy hair. And like I said, I was a tomboy. So like all the boys would love them. They would love them. Like, I mean, they could put their little, you know what they used to do? What? Pinky, not nappy. We're what did you say, Shade? We're not doing nappy in the in the black community. We're saying I was gonna say coarse, actually. <laughs> not nappy. Okay, well, mine was nappy. Y'all might have had coarse uh kinky hair. Mine, mine was nappy, sis. Okay, so that's what we gonna roll with. <laughs> I know Black Lives Matter and all, but mine was nappy back then, okay? Um, but now, like, my friends, like, they could put their hand up on the tail, you know, like, make the curls with their fingers. I couldn't stand them. I love them to death, but I couldn't stand them. They sit there and they make their look pretty little curls with their little ponytails. So look, I used to ask my mama to braid my hair, right? And But like with like buku, different like individual braids and like make up a barrettes at the end of each one because that's how my braids would shake. <laughs> that's how they were shake. And I looked a hot mess. Half the time I had all kind of scratches and moss on my damn cheeks because I'm swinging a barrette all <laughs> in my damn face. Trying to get you a microwave. Trying to swing it. Says, uh, uh, what? The micro the microwave ponytail. Can you give me a what? The microwave ponytail. Oh yeah. See no. See I didn't. I didn't have enough stuff for that, sis. It wasn't no bringing it up to the top. No, I lied. I wasn't that bad off. I wasn't that bad off. But nah, I wasn't doing weave and stuff. But I, I mean, and my friends never used to clown me, no. Like, they never clown me, but I always felt insecure because I thought that's what was pretty. Because the boys at school, they liked them. I was always cool with the boys because I was, you know, a tomboy. I was goofy, childish, you know, whatever. But they never really liked me for real. You know, well, as far as I knew, they like my little light skinned friends with a pretty no, ass court. But I was you. No, I was the tomboy. So, like, I don't think the boys looked at me like that. They was just looking at me like, cool the homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, because I was a tomboy, but I was, you know, light, you know, light skinned, pretty hair. But even being light skinned and pretty hair, I was the tomboy and still looking at, you know, getting looked at, you know, like the homie. So, I mean, it, it was a whole life out here, okay? Whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard out here being a pretty boy. <laughs> right. No, I feel it. I feel it. But I mean, it's just it's just crazy how your childhood society, it all like dictates what's pretty. And I mean, sadly, it drives people, just like you said, it drives people to go under the knife. It drives people to be insecure about themselves. It drives people to overperform in certain things like work and whatever because they don't feel like they add up physically and it's sad like the toll that it takes on society in general and women in general i mean we have enough insecurities to worry about outside of what the hell we look right. like right no outside of what we look like it's just whack it's just whack so i mean yeah even though sadly there are some perks with being attractive sis the real bag is being pretty on the inside because if you if you're a pretty shell child you ain't going nowhere right Where, what are you doing with that yeah yeah what do you bring to the table? Yeah. Besides good looks. Making you feel like, oh, like, say, for instance, people always talk about the light skin with the long hair, and that's what society deems pretty, right? But you have this person, and I have several friends um, and family members uh, that that have that look, right? 
But that doesn't mean that you're just walking and, and, and there are beautiful people on the inside and out, but that doesn't mean that they don't struggle with those insecurities because society is placing all of these pressures on them because they look this way and they might not view it how everybody else views it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you're putting pressure on people because of what you deem is pretty or what society deems is pretty and you don't even know what battles these people are fighting either. So, right. you know, just like people on Instagram, you don't know what battles people are fighting. I might look like made up and cute and in a swimsuit and body looking this way on a picture, but you don't know what I go through at home. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't know what people are dealing with, you know? So it, it really is unfortunate. Yeah. It really is unfortunate on either, what you look <laughs> yourself at on either side, because, you know, it's it's just some dis- disadvantages, whether you deem yourself pretty or society deems you pretty or whatever the case is. So. Right. It's a cold world out here, y'all. It's a cold world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then cold people, world. You know, they make it hard for you to be okay in your own skin, too. Like mm-hmm. Sade said, like, you look like you have it together, but deep down, you know, you may not feel that way or perceive yourself in that way. And that's a big deal. So That image of, you know, when people exactly. do exactly certain way it's like okay I can't have a down day or if my eye is I'm having an allergic reaction or something I can't do anything I don't want to be seen because everybody is so used to seeing me looking on point and now I'm, I'm feeling bad about myself because of what other people have placed on me so yeah that's that's horrible and then another thing so another topic to touch on is you know being what you know society calls pretty or whatever you deem pretty um, the reputation that, you know, pretty girls are like mean or stuck up or, you know, things like that. It's like people see, will see you and be like, oh, she probably thinks she all that, she this, she that. And then when they get to know you, they like eating those words like, oh my God, girl, you so cool. You so funny. Like, let's go to brunch and, you know, this, that, and the third. I'm like, but since you gave me a whole time when, before I even opened my mouth to you based on what I looked like, you know, I looked like I was stuck up. I looked like I was, you know, the B word. And before you even got to know me and now looking stuck up, like, I don't know. I, I never understood. And I guess it's because I have a whole bunch of friends and family members that are, deemed you know attractive but it's just like but everybody's cool right everybody's, everybody's cool. cool but it's like people will say oh you different than what i expected what did yeah. you expect me to be right. a brick let me tell you now i live this this is my life that you're speaking on right now <laughs> like that whole thing oh yeah. God, i didn't think it was gonna be that cool. but the thing is i'm not surprised because see my default face is not the nicest default face <laughs> So I'm very friendly. Like, I mean, I don't have a lot of friends like that, but I'm very like, hey, girl, hey. okay, but I don't walk around with a smile. So once people get to know, oh, I didn't know you was cool, girl. I didn't even know. Oh, I surprised you, huh? Got to keep them on their toes, girl. That's what I told y'all. Your inside has to match your outside because the people, you got to keep the people on their toes, child. Keep them on their toes. But why is that always a thing? Like, I heard that, like, you know, I was always the cool girl in college, you know, deemed, I got the nickname Snacks because I always was snacking on something, but I was always sure they'd be like, Snacks, you know, you're real pretty, but you're cool, though. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I never understood, yeah. oh, you're so cool, though. What's the though? Like, what did you think? You know, because people will look at some of the people I hung out with and be like, well, we thought she was stuck up. And I'm like, she couldn't be more opposite. I'm like, don't judge a book by its cover. Have a preconceived notion about us. It was just always like, man, your little crew's so cool. We didn't know that. And it was like, 
what you know and Shade, i think i used to tell you that you know i used to hear that all the time like oh man y'all so cool and we'd be like well duh you know they're like nah man we didn't know that we thought y'all was this or that and i'm like okay whatever you know what i'm saying but just because you're pretty doesn't give you a pass excuse me to be a bitch period it doesn't very true y'all don't like it fight me i don't care <laughs> oh, don't not not yet. You, you gotta fight it after August, though. Fight yes. me now. After I'm August. from across the canal. That's how we do it. Fight me now, okay? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Not, okay, okay. Let me just put a disclaimer. Chrissy has pregnancy brain currently. Um, she's out here wilding. That's what we say back in the She's wilding. Okay, so no one can fight her until post August. Okay, thank you, thank you, and good day. But yeah, no, awesome real stuff. Pretty does not give you a pass to be a B, and that I can testify to that wholeheartedly because I was a B for a long time with no good reason and it wasn't even because I was pretty it was because I was insecure that's why most B's are insecure that's where a lot of those type of attitudes come from and you could be the you know the baddest thing walking but I have I know some people that personally that are just absolutely just drop dead gorgeous right and are just walking around here stuck up mean you can't even speak or say hi to them things like that i'm embarrassed to go to restaurants with some people that i know because it's like i don't know what to expect from you you're going to make someone else feel so low and so bad because you don't think that they should be around you or hang with you and i just i think that's absolutely ridiculous but that's what creates those those notions of oh you 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 pretty so you can't be cool you know Mm -hmm. you gotta stop that y'all you gotta stop that yeah. And like I said, it's all about having confidence in yourself, but using your, you know, attractiveness or whatever to get around in life, sweetheart, you're not like, you're not going to get far. You're just not. So, I mean, I think that's another big part of this podcast too, is like trying to fix our internal beauty. That's what we're trying to do all the time. While we talking about these things and trying to freshen our intellect and you know, look at ourselves and introspect and, you know, look at hindsight situations, all types of stuff. We're trying to get our insides right. Because at the end of the day, the Lord ain't judging what, what your uh, eyebrows looked like yesterday. You know, the Lord is judging your heart, sis. And I hope you don't judge my eyebrows because, baby, I'm still using the little Walgreens L'Oreal little pencil. So. <laughs> I got my quarantine eyebrows, so I hope he ain't judging the eyebrows. <laughs> For real. You know what? One of the things that I, you know, I like to hear, like, of course, like if I'm if I didn't took the time out to make myself feel pretty for the day, of course, compliment that. But at the end of the day, when I leave this earth, and I think I said something about this earlier, I want I want everybody who's ever come into contact with me to have things amazing things to say about who I am as a person, not what I look like on the outside. Like say that I'm selfless, say that I'm I make people laugh, whatever the things that people think about me and the joy that I bring, I want that's what I want y'all to talk about. Don't talk about Shade could dress. Shade did this. And she was, no, nah, I don't need all of that. Talk about how I made you feel as a person, how I treated you, those things. Because that's the kind of stuff that, how you make people feel is what people remember more so than your outer shell. So, you know, let's focus on how you want to ap- appeal and appear to people. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. We could talk about being pretty all day because, you know, we're not that bad looking or whatever. No, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> but, you know, too, too, or whatever. But, no. But no, the takeaway is, yeah, man, make your out, make your inside match your outside. And even make your inside much more beautiful than your outside. Because I promise you, if your inside is much more beautiful than your outside, your outside will look that much more pretty. Like, period. I mean, yeah, did y'all have anything to add? No. I wish we could cue in Beyonce's Pretty Hurts without getting sued. Hold on, you want, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one second. Pretty. 